Hi, I'm James Wedmore, host of the Mind Your Business podcast, and I've built an eight-figure-year company selling digital products around my knowledge and expertise. In fact, this is what I've been doing in multiple niches for the past 15 years. And if you've ever wanted to do the same, or maybe you're trying, but you can't seem to get any traction, here's how I can help. As you can guess, you need an audience if you want to sell your stuff, right? But what if I told you that you don't need a big audience? You don't need millions of followers to get started. In fact, we see that it's with just your first 100 leads where you really start getting some momentum. I mean, think about it. Imagine that you're on the stage of a room filled with just 100 people in that audience right now. That's a lot of people. You don't think that a few of them would walk up to you after your talk and ask, hey, how can I keep working with you? Of course they would. And that's why I created your first 100 leads. It's a 14 video step-by-step training mini course that walks you through exactly how to get your first 100 leads fast. And the feedback and results from this free program have been amazing. Diane Shepard said, this is one of the best trainings I've ever taken. Jake Curry said, we have had 753 people sign up for this free training. Are you kidding me? Dan Netting said, I'm currently going through the first 100 leads training and James, I gotta say, it's brilliant. This training is A to Z complete and the best part is it's absolutely free. To get instant access, simply click the link in the show notes of this episode. Thanks so much and I'll see you there. G'day guys, Ben here, your host of the Engage Video Marketing Podcast. And I just want to add to this, if you want to jump in on James Wedmore's Your First 100 Leads training, while it's still available for free, go to engagevideomarketing.com slash YF100 for your first 100. Engagevideomarketing.com slash YF100. Jump on it and I'll see you there. All right, let's get on with the show. So if you're in business and you haven't yet got started with video or you're afraid to show up on camera, what if I could tell you that there was one right video for you? Well, I'm here at Social Media Marketing World 2023 in San Diego, California, and I'm about to catch up with the author of the book, The One Right Video, Diana Gladney. So let's go find her. The world of video marketing for business is changing and I don't want you to get left behind. G'day, I'm your host, Ben Amos, and welcome to the Engage Video Marketing Podcast. Each week, I'll be bringing you the best in the world of video marketing, content creation, business growth strategy, and storytelling, along with practical tips, insight, and knowledge that you need to grow as a confident video strategist and build profitable businesses. Let's get on with the show. G'day guys, it's Ben from Engage Video Marketing here and today I'm at Social Media Marketing World here in the corridors just after the opening keynote uh, with Michael Stelzner, which I'll share more about that in the podcast real soon. But I'm here with Diana Gladney, um, author of One Right Video and um, we're going to chat a little bit about the idea of video creation as entrepreneurs. So Diana, thanks for joining me today. I'm pumped to be here. Thanks for having me. Awesome. So for people that haven't come across you online before or haven't heard of you before, um, can you tell us a little bit about what you do and how you got into video? Yeah, absolutely. So um, obviously, my name is Diana Gladney, native out of St. Louis, Missouri, and I help entrepreneurs simplify the video creation process because most of the time, when you're looking for video stuff, you'll find photographers, videographers, and that honestly is not our lane of expertise. And we're not trying to be, you know, photographers or videographers. We're trying to use this tool of video 
for our business. So I help simplify that so they can get started and get back to why they wanted the camera to begin with. Yeah, awesome. So, you know, how long have you been kind of creating your own content on, on YouTube or, or doing video for yourself? Yeah, oh man, uh, my first video was 2016. Okay. June of 2016, so it's been some years. Yeah, so tell me what, like, what prompted you as a, you know, as an entrepreneur, as a business person, what, what prompted you to create that first video? Uh, I was my business coach. I definitely okay. was like, oh man, I see the vision video. I wasn't interested. And so <laughs> I, I had actually hired my coach for sales and marketing and just to learn more about that. And first thing he says, like on the first coaching call, is like, you need to do video. You're going to have to be more visible using vis video. And I was like, okay. So initially I wasn't like so receptive, but my uh, thought that I had at that moment was I didn't hire him for me to remain the same. And so I just said, yes. And he's like, you gonna do video? And I was like, yes. He's like, you sure you're gonna do video? And I'm like, yes. And so that day I went and made uh, my first video. It was not like a train wreck, but it wasn't as bad as I thought that I'm like, you know, that wasn't too painful. You know, you yeah. think of all the reasons why it's terrible or whatever the case may be or why you may not be good at it even though you haven't tried it before uh, but I just went ahead and did it and then I assessed it later and I'm like okay I can do this yeah so you posted that first video yeah. and then it was all like unicorns and rainbows and business Absolutely started not. coming no. flying in and <laughs> so tell me about that that feeling or that idea of you know you, you got one video out there you've started yeah what was coming up in you like what was the kind of mindset around that well the thing was it's like he had us post uh 30 videos and it would be over the course of maybe like 45 or so days okay uh, it took me six months so <laughs> and it wasn't just for a lack of being consistent uh, it was literally every time i made a new video i ran into a new problem that i wanted to try and solve well every time i made that new video, I'm like, something's wrong with this, or why is it doing this? And I just started researching and trying to figure that out more, but it definitely wasn't like sunshine and rainbows and all of that. But um, every video kept being better than the last one. And so I just figured, well, that's great. So I didn't think about like, is this gonna get me business? Because honestly, you don't know what you're doing. You're following instructions, but you don't know what you're doing. Mm. And so I trusted that the process would work, but I didn't believe that those videos were going to contribute to anything even just like started running facebook ads and stuff and i was just like you know what this is not probably it and we were posting those to facebook at the time which was a good time but facebook wasn't right for what i was trying to do so i went to youtube and what happened was i posted one of the videos there that weren't terrible and so uh it wound up getting like versus those three to four sympathy views you give yourself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then um, a couple accountability partners and my coach seeing the video, which is usually, you know, you're regular with three to five, five to six videos. No, five to six videos, five to six views. This one, for whatever reason, got a hundred views. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what the heck is happening? Yeah. So it was a guy uh, that left a comment that said he was looking for somebody else's video, but that never left me. And I'm like, he was looking for a specific video and somehow he came across mine. Granted, at some point YouTube figured out we're sending traffic to this and this is not the right thing because they're leaving within a few seconds. But it let me know people actually search for videos. Usually with Facebook, it's like you're marketing towards it, you're doing whatever ads or whatever the case. And yeah, you have organic reach, but I didn't understand that. That made me understand YouTube in an instant. And so I'm like, I need to be over here. And so I started posting YouTube and then those videos actually started to do well. Yeah, okay. So when you think about the idea of, like, if you take it away from your own story here and you mm -hmm. think about the opportunity for, for those people that haven't 
having kind of taken that first step. So you were, you were kind of pushed, I guess, having that yeah, accountability, yeah. that challenge of 30 videos, although you didn't make it in the time frame that yeah. you were allocated. But, you know, having that is, I think that's a great way to kind of um, push, push yourself out of your comfort mm -hmm. zone and, and start posting videos. But what would you say is the opportunity for people who are, you know, trying to, trying to build a business um, who are not using video, not using YouTube? Um, well, honestly, the, the thing is that you have to figure out why are you not using it? Because it can't be the tools. Everybody has the tool in their pocket. Yeah. Probably if they're watching the video version of the podcast or watching it, like you, that, that device, the smartphone has it. That camera is miles better on the phone than whatever camera I could afford back then that was even the basic entry-level cameras of our time right now. The other thing is, as far as like the opportunity video, it's literally never been a better time for video. Most people want to say, oh, I wanted to start at the beginning of this. It's like, no, you don't. It was ugly. It was terrible. The ground floor is messy. It's dirty. You want to come into the polished professional building and actually just enjoy it. You, unless you want to do construction work, then at that point it makes sense. But the opportunity of video has never been better. You have all the social platforms focusing on it. You have YouTube specifically that the culture is built for it and every industry, every brand, every market, I don't care what you do, your audience is already on YouTube. Same way like that guy was way back when looking for answers. That's why people come to YouTube. They're searching for answers. Furthermore, you have Google feeding those videos on Google. So I'll have videos that are sometimes take off on Google long before it does on YouTube. So the business comes regardless. So if they're not taking that opportunity, you have to ask yourself why. And it's really not a good reason why at this yeah. point. Yeah. So what would you say to, to well, actually, let's, let's frame it around. I know many of the listeners of this podcast or people watching on YouTube are, are video creators of some form, right? Mm -hmm. So that's kind of my audience are people who, who tend to make videos for other people. Mm -hmm. right? okay. and, but I think one of the big uh, things that holds them back is, is the idea of being on camera themselves. So mm -hmm. I know that's something that, you know, that probably came up for you. It definitely came up for me, um, you know, putting myself on camera. You know, what do you think, what would you say to people who, who are thinking to themselves, you know, I can't be on camera or who am I to show up or why would people watch me or, or hear what I want to say? You know, like, what would you say? I think that, I'll give an example. Every, state there's still a new mcdonald's being built somewhere yeah mcdonald's is a household name it's a household brand you've probably eaten there whether you like the food or not it doesn't matter but you you understand the brand you know what they sell like you get it but they still are building new ones and people are still going to those new locations there's also new restaurants that are coming out that for the right audience like a, let's say a qdoba or a subway or whatever it could be a mom and pop shop or whatever New brands are always still being built and people say, I want to go there instead. There's always a right market and a right audience for somebody. And even if there is video someplace else or there's people covering that topic, they're not you. You're not them. Your unique messaging and vision for the why you're doing what you're doing and who it is that you're called to serve, you're called to serve them for a reason. There's some people that are only going to resonate with you and really not truly with other people. And so regardless as to whether or not you want to kind of be on camera, I'm, I'm an introvert. Most people wouldn't expect that, but I would prefer to be somewhere off by myself doing whatever, but it kind of doesn't matter at this point. It's not like it doesn't matter what you want kind of thing, but 
uh, is knowing that when you really understand what your purpose is or what you're called to do or what your business is about, whatever, it's usually about serving somebody else. Yeah. If you've already accepted that I'm going to make a business or a brand or something around that, you've already said yes. You can't not, we can't afford to just say no here. You just can't do it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you may be uncomfortable, but you're not making the video for you. You're making it for somebody else and you're right for them. Even if you feel like, oh, I'm feeling foolish uh, being on camera, that's not the case. You're serving. Yeah. And for businesses, people building a business, um, regardless of the industry they're building it in, you know, I think some people think of the idea of of YouTube as, yeah, I don't want to be a YouTuber, you know, like that's not the business that I'm trying to build. It's like, Mm -hmm. you know, making money through ads and, Mm -hmm. you know, being a YouTuber and influencer to use that kind of term, right? So, you know, I think that's what holds a lot of people back as well is the idea of, you know, what what role is YouTube for me when my end game isn't, you know, to be famous on YouTube. So, you know, how how do you think that people should be approaching YouTube if it if that's not their goal? If their goal is to like sell their stuff, you know, or yeah. whatever that may be that they do. Um, stop watching the news is the first thing, yeah. like because that's usually where that thought process, oh, the YouTuber aspect or an influencer, those are learned terminologies. Yeah. You didn't just grow up here, like those are learned terminologies. So you have to kind of unlearn those things with, yeah, okay, if you're not like, even for example, the Ryan's toy channel, the Ryan's, he unbox toys, play with them or what have you. Okay, well, he's growing up. He's not gonna be able to play, play with toys forever, but he's a brand. Yeah, he may have started as a YouTuber or his parents or what have you, that's a brand. Mm-hmm. You're not on YouTube to play. So, and it's not a playground unless you choose to, but that's not your intent. So it's like, yeah, you don't want to be an influencer. It's don't try to be. Be a marketer, be a business owner, be an entrepreneur, but that is the platform and the medium. We don't, we're not NASCAR drivers, but we all drive a vehicle. Yeah. We're not pilots, but we fly in airplanes. So it does, it's like, one, you have to reframe your mindset around the what you're doing and why am I here and like, I never did the dancing TikTok videos. That has nothing to do with why the TikTok videos do great. It has nothing to do with it or why they're connecting with people or why people say when they uh, sign up for a coaching session or they decide they wanna work with me in some other capacity, it's like, I've been watching all your videos. I didn't get any opportunity unless somebody saw the video. I'm not dancing, I'm not doing it. You know, maybe occasional corny joke, but <laughs> you know, not intentionally trying to be an influencer. I'm an entrepreneur, yeah. I'm a business owner, be that. You're just, again, this is just the medium. It's the form of communication. So you don't have to be an influencer or any of that. Or whatever the case, just be what you're already doing. Be a, a marketer, be a business owner, be a brand. Yeah. And ultimately, as you said before, you know, show up for others. Mm-hmm. You know, you, the reason why you're doing that is to serve your audience, mm-hmm. you know, to add value to, yeah. to their lives. And, and that value will come back, right? That's Absolutely. what I believe is, is you put value out into the world. And uh, you know that'll come come back to you in, mm-hmm. in sales or in you know people taking the action that you want them to take, which Absolutely. drives your business forward. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So you've written a book. You've recently come out with a book called yeah. The One Right Video. Yeah. The One Right Video. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Got it. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't sure if the dirt was in front of it, but uh, yeah. So tell us about the book. Like, what? Let's talk about the title first. Yeah. Is there just one right video? Is that what you're all about? So no, the thing is not about. Um, and that's a fun, that's a funny. Uh, thought process around it because it's most people think it is a such thing as only a one right video but that's not the case you're creating a series of one right videos but it's for your audience 
every time you make a video, your video should have a purpose, a reason for why you're doing it. So the way that you're constantly being able to make the right video for your audience, even though maybe it doesn't get the views that you want, is it working? How do you quantify how it works? What's the court, what's the, the contents of it? Most people, they sit down and they just want to talk and just regurgitate whatever they know. That's not necessarily a format to getting that video to do the job that you want. All videos should do a job. I don't care if it's a podcast. I don't care if it's an ad. I don't care if it's a regular YouTube video or it could be a story, whatever. All videos are designed to do a job. But most entrepreneurs, when they get into the video space, they don't really know how to make a competent video for their brand without, you know, I said thinking I'm being a YouTuber influencer, not trying to copy and paste, but there's a, a formulaic process, if you will. And so I just teach that way of how to make videos that are for your brand. So it's about getting you that one right video that gets you the speaking gigs, that gets you the clients, that gets you to close more often, that does the job. That's all it's about. Yeah, yeah. And what I really liked about the book, um, and I'd suggest you pick it up, guys, um, and we'll share a link later about how you can do that. But um, I really like you start it not just with like planning a video, but you start the process well back before that with, with mindset. So talk to me about that. Like, you know, we go a lot deeper in the book, but, um, you know, what's, what's the mindset thing that often holds people back from creating the right video in the first place? Yeah, it's, it's always usually going to be stemmed around sometimes belief systems that you are taking ownership of that truly don't belong to you. You've adopted them from whether you grew up hearing them, whether you've heard them from somebody else and you're kind of like, oh, I feel like that's me too, or you have them truly about yourself. And most of the time, it's other people's thinking, others' concept. It's not a self-concept, it's other people's concept. Yeah. And so a lot of the time you have to clear the board. And most people don't know how to do that or they feel like because they're successful in their business or in their lane, they're fine when it comes to video. That's not always the case. Otherwise, you wouldn't care about being on camera. You wouldn't care about uh, the badges of being an influencer or whatever, because you know that's not the intent or why you're doing it. Uh, so the mindset concept comes into place for a lot of entrepreneurs because it's a reality of life. At some point, you're going to question, you're going to doubt, you're like, is this going to work or is this not? Or you maybe believe that it will, but you just don't know, is this, am I going to look like a fool? Am I just going to be wasting my time and my money? Um, and is this something that I even should bother with? I'm good with my other stuff in the business. I don't really need video. And so they'll say that knowing that it's like, oh, it's a fear on the inside, but on the outside, no, 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 we don't need video. We're good. Our business is already doing great. Yeah. Then what are you afraid of? Yeah, exactly. What are you afraid of? And I think it's just about understanding why you're doing what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And it's about you know understanding who you're trying to serve, as we talked about before. But then it's also about taking action, right? Mm -hmm. So you talked about the book, the title of the book is One Right Video, but it's not just one video. It's about one right video after right video after right video for your audience. Mm -hmm. And so what do you believe that, um, and surely you've seen it yourself as well, but in other people as well, what do you believe that that, you know, that taking action on those right videos, what, do, what does that do for a business or for a person? Mm. Like what's the outcome here? A lot of that, uh, when it comes, a lot of entrepreneurs suffer, with, especially when they get into video, they suffer with consistency issues. If you show up, you do it really hard for like 100 days, 90 days, 30 days, whatever. And 90 days is usually the benchmark because they say, like, oh, I can usually find out data in 90 days. Okay, you can, but that may not be the thing. What if on day 91 is the one that really takes off and then it makes every other video that you've made fall into alignment? Then what? But most people don't, most entrepreneurs, at least most creators, uh, professionals, especially when it comes to video, making it for themselves they kind of missed the mark there. 
So if you're making a consistent series of right videos, it'll fit the bill. It'll do the job. Yeah, awesome. And the recipe for doing that, the process, you've got some great frameworks as well in yeah, your book as well. So. Yeah, because after, so we talk about taking action. Yeah. The thing is that, again, like I said, a lot of people run into consistency issues, but at the end of every chapter, there's creator next steps. And so it's whatever you just learned, I operate, I teach by the learn and do philosophy. So whatever it is that you're doing, whatever it is that you just learned, go and execute on it. Some people say, well, I need to study more. I need to research more. But did you take action on what you already understand? What could, what's one step, what's one next logical step that you could take that would make this work? Hmm. Or, or at least start taking the right steps. So at the end of every uh, chapter is creator next step, do something with what you just learned. Actually execute on it. The other thing uh, is that um, there's a video planning guide, tons of resources in the book that make sure by the time you get through, you don't have an excuse. So taking action is everything. Yeah. So take action from this video. If you're watching or if you're listening on YouTube, take action. And the first action is to, to get your book. So where can people go to go and pick up? Uh, you can go to theonerightvideo.com. There we go. And your YouTube channel, you want to shout out, like, where can people find more about you as well? Yeah, it's just at Diana Gladney on every platform except for Twitter. It's at Diana Gladney with the number two because I messed that one up. <laughs> yeah, okay. Awesome, guys. Well, Diana, thanks for joining me for today and carving out some of your time here at Social Media Marketing Absolutely. World. Looking forward to your session tomorrow and uh, looking forward to, you know, some amazing stuff happening this week. Yeah, well. absolutely. Thank so, you. Thanks, guys. Take care.